Welcome to Listen Local Lounge at Satellite, a musical talk show hosted by me, Catherine Beeks, and produced and co-hosted by San Diego's native son, a man whose indigenous blood races through his rock and roll veins, allowing him to summon powers from the earth to make your music sound like magic. Good people, it's Jeff Berkeley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, stay up, I stay up late writing these. I feel like you work really hard on that. That's so sweet. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. This show is made possible with support from our sponsors and subscribers. Thank you to those 60 fabulous folks. Become one today for as little as two bucks a month at patreon.com slash listen local radio and you will get instant access to videos of these performances plus much more. Shout out to our main sponsor, Squeeze, Satellite Studio, and thank you to Jeff and Amelia and all the folks here who make this show go. Beautiful place. Thank you for having us, Jeff. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah. How are you guys? And hey. welcome guests, yeah. gentlemen. I'm thank so glad to see you guys. It's been far too long since we've hung out. In studio with us, Jeff Berkeley, of course, Lee Coulter, and Peter Boland. Uh, it's a you thrill. know these guys, right? Thanks. I do. Thanks for having this team. So cool in here. Oh, man. Yeah. Isn't it cool? Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, We've crossed paths a few million times. We were just saying that this is a beautiful way to spend a Wednesday. So um, thank you Not again so bad. much for being here. And uh, Peter was curious about the format. <clears throat> I will tell you that uh, we always start off with each of you telling us uh, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you live now, um, what you do in life, including other things besides music. So, Lee, why don't you go first? For sure. Uh, well, so I'm originally from Australia. I'm a singer-songwriter, full-time musician. Most of what I do is kind of doing the corporate scene, playing up and down the coast uh, at all the resorts, uh, making my bread and butter that way, but maintaining my original career online and doing showcases every now and again, house concerts, doing that kind of thing. But, you know, just try, I, in the last few years, figured out that, you know, focus my purpose in music is just, you know, trying to bring healing and togetherness and, you know, psychology, I guess, in a way. Right. Uh, to, to the, Therapy. Yeah, through art. You yeah. Know? And so, yeah, I think that's what I do. You totally do that. <laughs> that's what I go for, at least. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Peter? Well, how far back should I go, Catherine? I, you know, <laughs> up to you, friend. Yeah, I was born in uh, New Jersey, and I was four when my parents moved out here. So I grew up in Ventura, California. I guess I'm a California boy, and and uh, you know, I I graduated from high school in in '76, and so my my coming of age music was all that awesome '70s, you know, James Taylor, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, Jackson Brown, singer songwriter stuff, Laurel Canyon stuff along with, you know, all the Led Zeppelin and ZZ Top, and then Talking Heads and and then Emmylou Harris, and then it just, you know, it just kept beautifully distilling down into whatever the hell it is that I do yeah. now, you know. Nice. It's just all those things. And and I haven't been as active musically during the last couple of years and um, focusing on, on different kinds of writing projects and teaching. You know, I, I'm one of those day job guys. I know there's... There's folks who manage uh, to earn a living playing m music, and I, I've never really let go of that of that day job gig. I always either had a job working at a store, or then I, you know, went to grad school and started this teaching career. Yeah, so, I was going to say you have a little bit more than a job, I think. Well, I guess, but you know, one of the things I love about being a community college teacher is you know, nights and weekends off and summers off. And, and so I could really keep the band going. You know, I yeah. had this whole band for years and years and years and made <clears> records <throat> and all that stuff and let a lot of that go. But I still love doing the solo folk thing, you know, and yeah. just being that 
person on stage because I'm a control freak. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, congratulations, Peter. Um, it's, it is the 20-year anniversary of, uh, of Frame. Yeah. That's amazing. It, and that was with Coyote Problem? Well, you know what happened was... Just before that. Is just before that. Okay. So I had been in a folk duo with Mark Jackson in the 90s. That's when I first met, first met Jeff at Mikey's up in Poway. And, you know, that whole mid-90s uh, folk coffeehouse scene that was really cooking back then. Yeah. And, and Mark Jackson and I had a little folk duo for a few years. We made a little record that we recorded direct to cassette. I mean, this is how, how wow. 90s is that, right? Yeah. And uh, that's still floating around somewhere. Uh, and then my brother-in-law, Michael Krewitzki, um, who had a business called Pro Sound and Music and had a big Pro Tools studio in his house, he's like, hey, Peter, you know, some of your songs are really good, and let's make a record. I was like, what? And <laughs> and he's like, sure, I'll record you, and, and, and we'll split the profits. Worst deal he ever made, <laughs> right? But I got to make a record for free. Beautiful. Except paying people to print it and all that. Sure. And... Um, so that took we we recorded for five six years. That came out in two thousand two, and then I'm like, shit, I need a band, you know. Yeah. So Danny Crest played drums. Marsha Claire, of course, came in and played bass. She was she's all over the album. Yeah. And that that's how the Coyote that's Problem so got cool. got born. And then we just started cooking after nice. that. I made a few more records. Twenty years. That's a long. That's oh. quite a milestone. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, man, that's cool. Twenty years ago was a really cool time in in San Diego music. Um, so Lee, I mentioned Patreon. You also do Patreon pretty, ex- ex- not exclusively, but, um, yeah, totally. It's, extensively is what I yeah, meant to say. Yeah, a bunch of new things ca- kind of kicked off in the pandemic. Had to get creative with, mm. you know, income, yeah. um, you know, keeping in touch with fans. I just started doing all the, the live streaming, which was really kind of you know, nerve wracking for me. Um, as a perfectionist, you like to put something out there online that, you know, you, you, you don't know what, the, know. you don't know how it sounds. Yeah. So that was, you know, all this, it actually initiated a lot of growth yeah. and some of that was asking for help, you know, and mm-hmm. Patreon was a, a great way to say, Hey, you know, if you like what I do, this is a way to kind yeah. of support and get some stuff that you know you can't just get otherwise. So, yeah, and you yeah. foster a nice little community that way too. Yeah, you know, I, I, I feel grateful for the kind of music I play because it just you know it, I thought it, it was subconscious, I guess, because like I didn't mean to do it, but because of the music I play, I get all these really sweet people yeah, just yeah, like that's true. helping me out and you know <laughs> sending me nice letters it's your demographic dude. yeah exactly nice but, people yeah, Lucky you know you, you kind of create your own heaven or hell they say so. yeah, that's right yeah. um all right well speaking of music let's uh let's each play a song and lee why don't you go first for tell sure. uh, tell us about the song and while you do i'll be setting up cameras so make it a lengthy right, for sure. uh, introduction <laughs> all right so i wrote this song a while ago maybe like uh, maybe 10 years ago and uh it was about Kind of the the gratitude I have uh, for the everyday mundane things that people are doing that don't get kind of celebrated for, and we in our society we celebrate you know athletes and celebrity and a lot of things that you know are worthy of our attention, but you know maybe a little imbalanced as, as far as you know not letting people feel unseen. And so this is trying to a song that I try to make people feel seen. Um, by noticing those little things and saying saying that those little things are important, and reminding us that they are. Um, so it's called people coming through, and it's just about yeah, those are. Well, it's called people like you, but the chorus is people coming through because uh, there's so much negativity and bad news. Um, so it's just a reminder that in all of that, 
you know, there's still amazing things happening and I let that inspire me when I think about all those. If, if something's getting me down in the news or you know, events in my life, just the idea that there's always someone there or someone doing something amazing, you just go, wow, uh, I feel like I can't leave them hanging out on their own doing that, you know. Yeah. Someone else is, you know, pulling their weight, pulling other people's weight and so I just feel more motivation. So I thought I'd share that in a song. You know, lately, in the last few years, I've been doing therapy to, for the first time and realizing that so much of my music comes from this generational trauma that I think more and more of us are realizing, um, you know, is a part of our society, part of our human experience. Um, and so I've got this positive message. It was really subconsciously out of a desperation for things to be better. Um, and so, you know, I, I realize that's what I do kind of by default, by mistake. And, uh, and now I kind of had this awakening where I'm like, well, it's kind of, I feel better about the whole thing now, but I'm glad I ended up in a, a situation where I like the songs that I've written and <laughs> not necessarily the reason I've written them, but um, yeah. it, it relates. I may be one man in the microphone, but I didn't get here on my own. Mama taught me my first song and brother let me sing along When they didn't have to mm -hmm. We hear it every day This world has gone astray They wanna be the first to tell you it's getting worse But what they don't tell you People coming through, coming through, coming through People like you and you and you You didn't have to, but you do, but you do You keep on coming through, coming through, coming through When you feel like you can't cope And you're at the end of the rope Just leave your heart wide open You start to feel that hope Come on through Mm -hmm. Think about how far we've come The impossible we've done Compassion, innovation Through every generation There's people coming through, coming through, coming through and People like you and you and you You didn't have to, but you do, but you do You keep on coming through, coming through, coming through Yeah, you Hey you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm singing you. Yeah you, thank you. To the teachers and creators, to the givers and caretakers, enterprises, nine to fivers, we're all just earth survivors. And I feel alive, yeah, why don't you? To everyone who helped me along, who listened to my song, who made these strings are strumming, who made this microphone. Well, I know who, 
It's those people coming through, coming through, coming through. People like you and you and you. You didn't have to, but you do, but you do. You keep on coming through, coming through, coming through. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Well, thank you. I'm singing to you, yeah, you, thank you, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the people coming through, people like you, the people coming through, people like you. Nice. Gorgeous. Hmm. Thank you. So now if someone was listening and wanted to purchase that song right now, how would they do that, Lee? iTunes would be the way to go. That's, I think, the best kind of return for the artist that I know of right now. Um, it can look it up on Spotify, but iTunes is the way to go, I yeah. say. <laughs> Nice. That's good that you have one specific place. Yeah. Because there's so many platforms out there now. Um, Peter, what song are you going to play for us? I'm going to play a song called Walk in Mystery. And um, I've been thinking about what you asked Lee about his song. And I'm thinking, what would I say about this song? I... This song is a mystery to me, like where it came from. It's one of those songs that all spilled out in one quick session. I didn't think about it too much. I just had this 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 drop D kind of feel, and it just sounded like an organ. It sounded grand. It felt churchy to me, and, and so I kind of just started singing about that and try not to overthink the words. And... Walk in mystery 
years old okay. it's not on a record it's not for sale sorry to say uh, i'm on Bandcamp, itunes and all 27 other places but you can't find that song anywhere but right here it's it, exclusive. <laughs> it just happened <laughs> listen local exclusive <laughs> i'll be right back i probably recorded it on my like set up my iphone it's probably on my youtube yeah, channel yeah, somewhere yeah. i've got a few like that i got a few just <laughs> promising to record for years <laughs> exactly just can't feel it i just don't know how to do it right yeah, speaking of that, Jeff, um, <laughs> tell us a little about Satellite. Well, honestly, it's it's the coolest place I've ever gotten to work in before, and I've been lucky to work in some cool places. Yeah. But as far as a recording studio goes, this place was sort of designed from the ground up to kind of have uh, a vibe. So when you walk in, you kind of feel it, you know, and uh, and be a place where you can sort of get to that place that you were at when you wrote your song in your room it's like three in the morning or whatever <laughs> and and you're playing it and it's the very best song you've ever heard in your life or yeah. felt in your life or whatever that's what we hope people can do when they when they come in here and so as we were designing like where the walls would be and where the sight lines and all that and how it all worked all of that was in mind that was what we kind of infused it with from the beginning so um that's the very main focus at the very beginning, but also it accidentally is a really great sounding room and we've worked really hard to make the live room sound really good and, and, and feel really good. Yeah. And so it's a great spot. Plus there's a Neve console and all, all the outboard stuff and mics and all that stuff and Fancy. instruments. And, and it's Fancy centrally things. located. It and is easy to get to. very close to all the good restaurants and it's <laughs> getting vibey vibier every time i come i know we've been doing things it was in painted phases. last time and now this time there's all these amazing beautiful uh, house plants in here that yeah. just warm it up and give it give us more air than that because we need it when we're in and here they're singing. real plants like there's no light in, in natural light in there you know because it's yeah can't, so um you know, Amelia sets up a, uni- a UV light Aww. at night, and, and I love Amelia. it's really sweet. Yeah, Amelia is <laughs> our studio great. manager here, and also a great engineer. And yeah, she's fantastic. She, yep, and so she did all that planning. Well, how do people uh, contact you to get uh, get their own session? Well, in here? we're all over. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You can look up Satellite Studios, and, or you can just contact me just directly. Okay. Just give me a call, and we'll figure out you know where you want to stand, and I'll point a microphone <laughs> at your face. Perfect. And then you will make sounds with your face. And you'll record them. And I will magnetize those sounds onto a computer. <laughs> I make records. And we'll all make dozens of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part. I love Way that to sell part. It, Berkeley. That's the best. Yeah. 
man. That's we'll break what, even. That's what's there for us now. Okay. It's, it's changed over the years, but none of, obviously none of us is here for the money. <laughs> We're all here because we love it. And that's, yeah. that's the kind of room that we wanted to create here. You did it. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right, Lee Coulter, uh, you mentioned your office. I love the photos that you post of where you're playing. And you play some really shishi, bougie, yeah, nice it's, places. It's outrageous because I'm like the last person to appreciate that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I feel like that's like over the top, really. You know? yeah. But hey, I'll, I need to pay Absolutely. the bills. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you studied journalism in university. So yeah. what was like, was that a, is that something you're also pursuing with music? What's, what's going on? You know, on? I, that was because I thought it would be smart to have a university degree. And I didn't think it was going to be music because I wasn't interested in educating myself in music. Music was my passion. And sure. That was for fun and being in a garage band. It wasn't yeah. going to be something I'd studied theory. I've never been a theory right. person, which the other musicians might be able to tell every now and again. But with, <laughs> with, with journalism, I thought I love to write. I love storytelling. Um, and I thought, you know, that sounds like a respectable degree to get. If I'm, I knew I wanted to be a musician already, but yeah. a backup degree, something to do with writing, yeah. uh, learning more about the world, learning more about people, um, that kind of made sense to me. And, and I, to this day, I feel like I use that education in my songwriting and just totally. yeah, just it's just communicating to people yeah. basically yeah. just interacting with with life yeah yeah, yeah I, sure. I, i'm about to post this thing about how you know we're all journalists everything we everything we say and share is a, a, a our account of you know our surroundings that's true know? so be careful what you share yeah <laughs> exactly true that um speaking of that peter you often take social media breaks and i'm always <laughs> like what is peter doing when he's away <laughs> So what what happens there? Like, well, do you cheat? Do you do you look and not post? <laughs> come on, come clean. <laughs> well, it's like Lee said, you know, especially in the social media age, we all are chroniclers, and our photography has taken leaps and bounds because you got a phone in your pocket and a video camera in your pocket and recording equipment in your pocket all the time, and so you get to build, depending on how deep you want to go, a, a, a social media output presence, you know, of little films and, you know, maybe it's just your kid in the pool or whatever, but it's something. And then some people start writing commentary about this film they saw or some political issue. And all of a sudden we're all kind of like publishing is Mm -hmm. coming at us from everywhere and the quality is A to Z, but you know, it's there. (laughs) Yeah. And so I got really active in social media, you know, from from the beginning with with MySpace and all that. And it was just a a kind of a necessity for the career of being a performing musician. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then Facebook came along, and and so I'd been very active there for years. And and then I love to write also, and so it became an outlet for some of that and just building kind of a community around whatever it was I was doing. And then it gets to be too much, Catherine. It's like, it's, it is, it is. we all know, we've all read the same articles. The guys who design these social media apps um, study lab rats, you know, yeah. and they, they know <laughs> that every time your post gets a like, your brain releases endorphins. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally physiologically addictive. Mm. And so every, you know, couple times a year, I, I don't just put it down. I mean, I deactivate my page. I, I unpublish. Okay. And so, no, I can't like sneak a look. Yeah. I'm, I'm off Facebook gotcha. for a month or two. Yeah. And it was partly kind of a spiritual exercise, maybe if that doesn't sound too, you know, too precious, but 
just to go into the go into the desert and be alone, you know, and just not have that shit in my head or yeah. wondering if somebody liked that thing. Right. Because it's a mystery, right? You post one of your own songs and five people like it. You post some meme that you stole and you get 400 likes and 400 shares. You're like, God. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like me, 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 me. It's look in showbiz. You better be okay with self-promotion or just don't bother, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to stand up here and say that, you know, I, I'm i completely selfless. And, you know, you, you have to push, yeah. right, and ask for shows and kind of, you know, ask for what you want and say – just getting on stage is a weird act. You're like, hey, everybody, be quiet. Stop what listen you're doing. To listen to my yeah. bitching song. <laughs> Let me have some time that you don't have enough of so you can hear my little poem and my little, oh, look at how I put that D and that G together. Like, no one's ever done that. You know, it's sort of weird. Isn't it is it? a strange art form. To be a musician, it absolutely right? Is. And, and so I'm very self conscious and shy about that and introverted. And I, I would never dream of doing that. And yet here I am doing it all the time. Yeah. And social, social media became another kind of uh, weird, distorting presence in my life. And it just for my health, I just like put it down sometimes. Okay. I like it. It's weird. Do you remember them when there was a time when you could just be an artist and not have to be a record label <sighs> and a PR firm right. and a tour manager? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, at first you did, but eventually someone would come along that knew those yeah. ropes and how to do that stuff and was passionate about and artistic about those things. Right. But now we have to do those things. And, and for better or for worse, it's just how it is. It's it, One thing about it, it's nice to have it all in-house so that if <laughs> yeah. I decide that I want something done, I can contact the PR person and the label and everybody <laughs> right away inside my own brain. Right. But right. On the other hand, I don't know how to do any of that, no, and no, I don't dude. have time to learn. Yeah, I'm not Saturday. interested either. Right. I don't yeah, want my, to. Exactly. I'm good at this one thing. That's <laughs> right. No, that's right. Isn't that enough? No, it's and not. Nor should we. we nor should we be in that business right. world because we don't know how to have it. How to have those conversations? Yeah. Like somebody needs to be able to talk about us without us in the room yeah. <laughs> with right. business because it's yes. business and yeah. they yes. need to say well you know they didn't maybe draw as much as that venue let's right. try a different one and that would make me cry right right right, right. How all dare of us you? we can yeah what do you mean i didn't draw right. i know there weren't people there but i draw <laughs> it's society's fault it's yeah that's right so no i feel your pain man and you know that's, when that's, i when I had to design my own website, I'm like, all right, that's it. I know. Yeah. I ain't doing this. <laughs> exactly. There are people who know how to... They or, went to college for it to, to <laughs> learn that. You right. know, I never got on the home, recu- the home recording thing because I don't want to learn how to be a producer <laughs> yeah. and an engineer and know what a pot is right. and what compression is. I'm like, there's people who know that that's stuff. Right. It's just, I just distortion, sing man. Compression's just distortion. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is part of the overload. This DIY thing has gotten out of hand. It yeah. has. I, I kind of agree. I like to do but, it, I like to do it all and you know be yeah. half-assed at all of it. Right. But it's fun <laughs> that you get to do it all. I, just, I mean I I never dreamed that I could make a video when I was, you know, in my 20s and uh you know you can learn so much on well, YouTube because you're really Google good at it. It's cuz you love it and and so we've all grown into what we love to do and 
gotten better at doing it by just fumbling around. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I love the element of like learning how to manipulate the human. Like I love that yeah. the, we've got this audience out there. I've already established enough of an audience. What can I make that's going to make them laugh, cry, do something? So whether it's a video or a promo or whatever it is, mm-hmm. a piece of writing, and it's not music, I, I do enjoy putting that stuff together. And I do enjoy trying to get good at it. Yeah. But it, it, I see the detriment in my time. And I, yeah. I've got these songs that I could just record and, instead of having to promote everything every yeah. day. Uh, yeah. it, that's the thing that gets in the way, even though it's enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. True that. Um, Lee, you became a United States citizen in 2017. Yes. Do you regret it yet? <laughs> no, no. no. Like, all it did was give me options. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's and true. And more options is better. That's true. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, I was just um, looking through your post and I saw that and I, re- I remembered when you had posted that and it was such a beautiful um, sentiment that you shared that day too when you did post it. Yeah, you know, the whole ceremony was beautiful because, you know, there's a whole lot of, you know, weariness around America and, you know, <laughs> there's been a a lot of a you know circus show from outside perspective and you yeah. know american citizens yep. agree as well yeah. so um at the time doing that was honestly a, a, a desire not to be kicked out of the country yeah um mm. and so i went in there thinking all these things about america and the previous presidency um and having this kind of energy about it but when we walked in there there was this judge that was just talking about how people who become citizens have like you know, come to America with this ideal and we have this positivity and we have this, we have this chance to be fresh, uh, have this fresh perspective of America mm-hmm. and liberty and what it is to, you know, stand up for freedom. Mm-hmm. And I, at the end of it, I was like, I didn't expect to feel patriotic going into this thing because yeah. I had this whole preconceived notion. But yeah. by the end of it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, America, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, That's beautiful. Um, all right, well, let's play a couple of more songs. Peter, we'll go, you start okay, this time. all right. And, um, yeah, tell us, come on, give us the goods. Okay, I'll give you the goods. So I wrote this song one day when I was driving to work and it's talking about tech again. You know, I'm not supposed to, you're not supposed to do this. It's illegal while you're driving. But I pulled out my iPhone, I hit record, and I just started singing into the, my phone because the sun was coming up and it was hidden behind all this fog and... I just had this whole line of thought like, what if the sun went out today? What if it just turned off and all life on earth would be dead in about an hour, I think, so, because oxygen would no longer be produced. This is the kind of darkness that I'm in, Lacey. I need your music more. <laughs> so so I uh, just went into this kind of sentimental thought of like, what if when I left the house today, that's the last day I'll ever see Lori? You know, and, and, wow. and, and then it got real because it was like people get people's lives end. Yeah suddenly sometimes and they don't and that last thing they said is the last thing they ever said to them and so i love sad wrenching dramatic songs and and so i thought i'd write this up as a little one it's called when the sun it's called if the sun goes out today If the sun goes out today, I wanted you to know that I've loved you better than myself. And if the sun goes out today, there's nothing we can do but 
love each other till it does And when you go to work in the morning And I watch you drive away It comes up without warning I had so much more to say And if the sun goes out today I thank you for your time And for letting me love you And for saying you'd be Comes up without warning I had so much more to say And if the sun goes out today The stars would be so bright And they'd shine forever In the endless night And we'll always be together I'd like to thank Gregory Page for lo loaning me this guitar. It's, yeah, it sounds it's money. It's been huh? really, really fun to play this for a while, so thank you, brother. Yeah, it uh, got a nice sustain on that. Trying to talk him into selling it to me. We'll see. So, you haven't been performing out recently, like in the last few years. You know, Is I that haven't. Is something you're going to change? <laughs> yeah, or? I, I, I am. I, I haven't played a show since like January 2020. And, you know, when it started getting riskier being in crowds and stuff, and, and I just thought, well, I don't have to do it, and I guess I'm lucky that way. And I was teaching from home in terms of my day job at school. And yeah. So, uh, but I did get invited by the San Diego Folk Heritage to do a show on October 1st. Nice. So I'll be doing that. Um, that'll be on my website, peterbolin.com, if anybody wants to look that up. And I'm excited about that. It's always good to do, you know, a, a, a real theater show. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I'm stoked about that. Cool. Um, what gigs do you have coming up, Lee, that uh, oh, the public can attend? Looking that up, I think there's going to be in a few weeks we're going to do this thing. So I'm going to tell them about August. Yeah. Um, August 7th, I believe. No, I can't be. I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, the story of my career. Well, no, August 14th it is. August 14th in Lacadia at Nectarine Grove. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just a nice little like uh, healthy restaurant, but mm. we play outdoors in the patio and just kind of crank the volume and let everyone have a good time out there. Are you playing with uh, an ensemble? Um, it all just depends on the day. I've been doing that solo a lot, but if yeah. you know my bassist, Kyra Wilcox, can come down, he comes and jams. If AC, my percussionist can come, she oh, can, comes and jams. So, yeah, AC is so it, wonderful. It all just depends on you know, who's available. Yeah. It's kind of a Sunday afternoon hangout. 
Nice. Yeah, good times. So um, what is your second song, Lee? Uh, it's a new one that I haven't recorded yet, but oh, uh, just kind of with everything kind of in the air. It's, it's called Dreamers, about holding on to the dreams that we have that um, whatever that may be, whether it's art, music, um, you know, justice, the, whatever it is, yeah. uh, equality, uh, these things that we, we, we strive for, these ideals we strive for uh, can seem very far away. And I wanted to capture something that you know, lifted my own spirits, kept me hopeful um, and potentially helped others. So it's called Dreamers for that reason. On and on and on we go, on and on we go. On and on and on we go, on and on we go When I was younger, oh cowabunga I wondered what the world may share As I got growing, hungry for knowing I heard a whisper in the air It's quite a ways over there, sweet kid It's quite a ways over there it's quite a ways over there, sweet kid It's quite a ways over there I met this lady I asked her maybe Do dreams come true then where? I lost my youth She said the truth Don't always care to be fair It's quite a ways over there, sweet kid It's quite a ways over there Quite a ways over there, sweet kid. It's quite a ways over there. Go get it now. Closer, I swear. I held a dreamer who stopped their dreaming, their dreams beyond compare. And said I could have them there, dreams worth having. It's just their way over there. It's quite a ways over there, sweet kid. It's quite a ways over there. It's quite a ways over there, sweet kid It's quite a ways over there Go get it now Yeah, I was trying to do something a little cinematic, you know, yeah, like a little, exactly. little soundtracky, a little, exactly. little driving. So, um, what are your goals in the next year, Lee? Recording, you know, I just really want to. You know, I've got my recording. The last few years, I've just been recording all these different pieces in in various different ways to really figure out. You know, I I think my relationship with music and the audience is about getting my sounds 
to be where I need them to be. Yeah. You know, I, I think of production. I'm sure Jeff relates to this uh, production and, and all those ideas and every single EQ and the tones and the reverbs and everything matters so deeply. Mm-hmm. And I, I might be going kind of psychotic in that that world, but yeah. I really I firmly believe after everything I've done in music that so much of that that true fandom of an of a artist, of a sound has to do with everything coming through that those speakers, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, all the hits, all the hit records, you know, there's so many sounds, so many layers to every production and, and I've just been really honing that and, and I'm, I'm excited to say that I'm at a point now where everything I'm, I'm doing, whether it's got more of a hip-hop kind of back backing to it where I'm doing acoustic music over these beats yeah. or if I'm doing straight-up folk, I'm really happy with where my production's at. And so the um, last few years have been honing that and I'm cool. at a point where I'm just about to release uh, a few songs. I got a slow dance song that I've got, um, and I've got a bunch of these kind of more driving, nice. bigger sounds. So, just just releasing s- single after single, yeah. kind of doing that thing, just trying to get that traction, yeah, know, uh, off good good songs, really. Yeah. yeah, and you're great at you can make your own videos. I mean, you well, that's the thing. Yeah, I I, yeah. I do thrive in that realm. Uh, it's still it's a blessing and a curse because my yeah. my attention is. Yeah. pulled so many directions yeah, so yeah. it's like one song every you know six months or every year you know yeah. I'd, I'd love to do an album but, yeah but you know it's just i gotta do one song at a time so you perfectionist well you know I, I i mean i've been i've been half-assing it for 17 years and i'm not where i want to be in the career gotcha. so it's like what what what's it gonna take that, that, okay. it's a puzzle for me what's it gonna take right. yeah for that thing to just keep, and i've had a few little glimpses of it with you know i had a successful song in australia on itunes and yes. and and, I, and so it's like what was it about that? And like, I know I, I kind of got there. I can see I was getting yeah. the, the production, the lyrics, and just yeah. the feel. It's just feel, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and so I feel strongly about where I'm at with the production now. So yeah. I'm excited for that because it's about not letting these songs get out there and feeling like, you know, us artists, we always judge them once they're out there. Right. And I do that so badly. And I keep on getting compliments at shows. They, they think they're compliments saying, you sound so much better live than your recordings. And I'm oh, like, boy. I feel the same way, and I, I don't want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want those productions to go <laughs> yeah. out there and move people and heal people and do that. So yeah. and that's what I've been working yeah. on, and, yeah, it's the future. Well, one of um, my favorite um, radio uh, program directors um, loved your song so much that she put it on regular rotation went back at KPRI. Totally, yeah. That was, that was yeah, those Haley. moments. It's, it's you can, us artists. We need those proofs of concept. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just delusional people in yeah. our rooms, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so having right. that, yeah. And you yeah. take it back and you go to the blue bo- uh, the blueprint. What what did I do right on that one? Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And you, it's all of the grain of salt. You know, there's no actual formula. So it's no. But, but my belief is that it's really in that production. It's just like those yeah. earworms and the quality of the, every little yeah. sound that comes through just moves people. Yeah. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. And Peter, after this, uh, pow- uh, the gig with the Folk Heritage uh, folks, will you continue performing live? Can folks look forward to seeing you out more? Absolutely. It's going to come in some form. I don't know exactly how, but I see 2023 as a kind of reemergence. And, and you know, I just going off of what you were just sharing, Lee, it's like I don't think people who aren't in music appreciate how what how what a different art form stage performance and making records is they they i think sometimes mistakenly assume that um oh you just come into a studio and do your live show and then some guy behind the glass does all this magic and then you have a record you know but it's like 
it's such a different thing. You know, I hear it right now singing into headphones. It's like really different than singing yeah, on stage. For sure. And and um, so I, I, we just had to learn that through years and years and years of getting getting used to that. There's there's no other other way to do it. But I do miss playing live. You know, it's you know that that song I did a little while ago. Um, if if the sun goes uh, goes out today, um, I remember doing that at a house concert that some folks after my last album Two Pines came out. They they were some of the biggest Kickstarter contributors. That's yeah. another really th- thing that blew my mind. I I took a shot on that last album Two Pines, in twenty fourteen, and I did a Kickstarter. I was like. I don't know if I have the balls to go around asking people for money yeah. so I could make my little art project. And I completely <laughs> misunderstood the process. And I talked to Eve Sellis and Grant Langs and everybody I knew who had done it. <clears throat> yeah. And they're like, dude, you, you have to do it because what you don't see is that you're not passing the hat. You're not taking money out of their grocery budget right. so you can make your little song. What's really happening is you're giving fans of your music a chance to buy in. Yep. And, and and take the ride with you. Totally. And I'm like, what? You know, yeah. and but that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Totally. You get love yeah. from your listeners. Proof of and, concept. You know, yeah. and I'm like, I made this top category of a thousand dollars and I'll come to your I'll write you a song, <laughs> I'll come to your house, I'll wash your car, whatever. Yeah. I made up all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. All my records signed in handwritten lyrics in a frame and all this jive stuff. Like, who wants Peter Bowl and handwritten lyrics? Somebody's like they gave me two thousand bucks this one couple. I'm like, okay. That's so fantastic. I went to their house, I played that song finally circling around my story. And and they were just crying when they mm. heard this song. I'm like, Oh, this 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 moves somebody else as much as it moved me the day I wrote it. Right. right. That's yeah. intoxicating. That Once is. that happens to you, you it's connection. You never yeah. stop. It's showing you you're not alone, you know. Yeah. Your feelings are their feelings. Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> it's this universal thing that you it, it's almost not your song anymore. It's just like you're participating in some kind of reveal totally. that they also experience as a reveal. So you're, it's very communal. Yeah. Now I'm just sounding like a hippie. Yeah. Which is you you are. are. I got yeah. tie-dye socks on. I don't know if you're getting that. On I me. see that. I love your fashion. You got your chucks on. You you are a little high end from for my budget, but I do love your fashion. I I oh, appreciate well. your fashion. Well. Um, all right. Well, Chooch is telling me it's time for her dinner. I see. And so let's um, wrap this up with tell everybody where they can find you the easiest. Uh, and um, anything else that we didn't cover that you want to, Peter? Okay. Well, PeterBolin.com is the is the one stop shop. That that'll take you wherever you want to go. The most of the of my stuff you can find on Bandcamp. Thanks to you, Catherine Beeks, who because once. Uh, uh, once CD Baby stops selling yeah. CDs, I'm like, well, now what? And uh-huh. Catherine's like, go to Bandcamp. So I took a couple days to talk about tech, and I had to build a Bandcamp page. Yeah. It wasn't too hard. No. But anyway, that's a place where you can Good. all hear my stuff and buy it. Good. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's probably the best way to keep up with the, the shows that I actually post and all that. At uh, Lee Coulter, that's C-O-U-L-T-E-R. Uh, otherwise, it's LeeCoulter.com. Okay. Yeah. 
And anything we didn't cover that you want to share? Just gratitude. Gratitude for you and Jeff, Catherine, Jeff, like bringing the musicians down here and showing us this cool space. And, Amen. Yeah, putting the music together. We built it for you guys, man. <laughs> I can feel it. Do it. They <laughs> said that they would come, and they were right. They did come. Yeah, we built it, and here they are. <laughs> nice. And now they won't leave. No, 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 no. Never <laughs> leaving. Uh, never leaving. No, that's good. That's All what right. we want. Well, thank you both so very, very much. It was nice to catch up with you and hang out. And I'm uh, those songs are beautiful. I'm glad we'll be sharing those. And thanks to our Patreon people who make this possible. And to Jeff, of course, and Amelia and the folks here at Satellite. And thank you, Catherine. Yeah, my pleasure. And I if will... the Patreon people would just tell 100,000 of their friends yes. to do be... the same thing, it would really help just us Just two out. bucks a month. It's That's super, right. Super cheap. You don't even miss it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yeah. We'll see you, you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.